It's Thursday, March 15, 2018. Look, I think the, the science uh, needs to continue to develop. The U.S. may soon have its first ever climate science denying Secretary of State. Climate change is accelerating catastrophic water events at an unprecedented rate. World leaders sound the alarm over global water scarcity crisis. Black lung disease surges back in coal country. Toymaker Lego goes green-er with plant-based plastics. Plus, a $320 million ice wall was built underground to keep water at bay. The barrier is failing. Seven years after the meltdown, Japan struggles to contain Fukushima's radioactive wastewater. All of those failures and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. With respect to climate change, I've read uh, countless studies. Really? Really, Mike Pompeo? You've read countless climate change studies? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, my world is turned upside down because I'm actually sad that the former CEO of ExxonMobil will no longer be our Secretary of State. Yep, indeed. This week, President Trump fired U.S. Secretary of State and, as you mentioned, former ExxonMobil CEO Rex Tillerson and nominated current CIA Director Mike Pompeo to replace him. And that spells bad news for what is left of U.S. climate policy. While Tillerson did much to undermine the State Department and U.S. climate action, at least he accepted climate science and he advocated for the U.S. to stay in the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. But Pompeo supports Trump's decision to withdraw from the global accord. And if Pompeo's nomination is confirmed by the U.S. Senate, he would be the first climate change denying secretary of state. And make no mistake about it. This guy is really a climate science denier. Yep. In a 2013 appearance on C-SPAN, back when he was a Kansas congressman, Pompeo denied the global consensus among climate scientists on dangerous climate change. Look, I think the the science uh, needs to continue to develop. Uh, I'm happy to uh, continue to look at it. There are scientists who think uh, lots of different things about climate change. There's some who think we're warming. There's some who think we're cooling. Uh, There's some who think that the last 16 years have shown a pretty stable uh, climate environment. Okay, that's classic climate denierism right there. This is Mike Pompeo. He was from Kansas, Koch Brothers country, a former Tea Party congressman. Do you suppose that his climate denialism has anything to do with the fact that he wouldn't be there but for the Koch brothers? It seems pretty darn likely. And as if to underscore the importance of the international impacts of climate change, a new joint report released on Wednesday from the World Bank and the United Nations warns that the world faces a looming global water crisis. Because global warming is altering rainfall patterns around the world, the report projects that by 2030, more than 700 million people will face intense water scarcity, potentially triggering conflicts over water resources, especially in volatile regions. Oh, I'm sure Mike Pompeo has read that report and he's uh, seen the ones that contradict it and so he's going to do nothing about it. Yeah, he's not going to help negotiate or deal with his international security issue as Secretary of State. As Secretary of State. 
Here in the U.S., federal scientists say black lung disease has surged again in coal country. Black lung is a terminal lung disease that afflicts coal miners who breathe in coal dust. It had been in decline for years, but in a survey of medical records in Appalachian states, the scientists discovered the largest cluster of advanced black lung disease ever recorded. The scientists say they were surprised to see the advanced black lung disease even in young miners in their 30s and 40s. The researchers suggest that as Appalachia's coal deposits become depleted, miners are being exposed to more fine particle silica dust found in deeper coal seams. Oh, no, you mean clean, beautiful coal. Sadly, no. Meanwhile, in Japan, this week marked the seventh anniversary of the historic earthquake and tsunami disaster that caused the meltdown of three nuclear reactors at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. Plant owner TEPCO announced this week that a $320 million underground ice wall is failing to stop groundwater from seeping into the plant, and that's preventing the company from removing melted radioactive fuel at the site. Mm. And it could undermine the entire decommissioning process for the plant, already projected to take 30 to 40 years. But there is a bit of good news. The maker of famous Lego toys is going greener. The Danish toy maker will phase in its first ever Lego bricks made entirely from plant-based material, uh, bioplastic made from Brazilian sugarcane. Starting this year, they'll add the new pieces with the goal of transitioning to 100% sustainably sourced plant materials for all of its building bricks. It is still a type of plastic, but switching from oil-based to plant-based plastics will cut Lego's carbon footprint by about 70%. Well, we will take whatever we can get at this point. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool.